Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back show, where intimacy is real. If you desire to intimately connect with yourself, your significant other, children, family, friends, community, and higher power, this show is for you. We explore intimate topics, inspiring life stories, spirituality, and insightful tips on strengthening relationships. The show is hosted by Dr. April and her co-host, Coach Kay. Let's get this episode of the Bringing Intimacy Back show started. We share with you today the secret power to intimacy to create a life you love or love the life you create. Now, here's your host, Dr. April and co-host Coach Kay. Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back show where intimacy is real. How are you doing, Coach Kay? I am doing amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Yes, yes. So, you know, June has just been such a wonderful month with things just blossoming all over. And, you know, we've been doing a lot of good talks about the blossoming of sexual health in the vagina. Oh, yeah. Uh, The ultimate blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's so good that we are having all these discussions as I went um, recently to a flower shop or flower thing. And because when we think about sexual health and when we think about the body, you know, it's very beautiful. Yes. You know? yes. yes. Delicate. Delicate. Fierce. Fierce. Yes. It has all these delicate parts. And but sometimes when we have a negative concept or things happen, we get so frustrated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we can't find the support that we need, um, miss you know, not understanding leads to a, a huge amount of frustration. Right, right. And so last week we had um, a young lady on, and she talked about um, sexual pain and stuff from a different perspective, in the mm-hmm. sense of you know, um, well, if you have pain or discomfort, you you can live a life without sex. But there's others of us who talked about, hey, we have this stuff, but we want sex. Yeah, we we still want the sex, yeah. Yes, yes, and so So I am so happy that we're um, talking about this also because there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I see it in my practice where people Mm -hmm. are having, you know, enormous pain, whether it's psychological, physical, and they're like, I don't know what to do. You know, my vagina is broken or whatever the case yeah. may be. Yeah. And, and it, it it plays on your, your self-esteem a lot. So I'm super excited about today's talk because it's probably many of some of my air quotes, broken vaginas that are sitting by waiting like this, like talk to us. <laughs> yes. And I'm glad you mentioned that about um, the self-esteem. You know, because people sometimes don't think females have self-esteem issues when it comes to the vagina, but or that they feel broken or whatever. But it does impact. It absolutely yeah. does. Yes, yes, yes. But before we get into that, I know you guys are like, oh, my gosh, we've got pain and we've got issues. We want to get into it. But I really want to also just give a small shout out to our charity of the month, which is Valerie House. And Valerie House is a great organization. If you know of a kid or a young person who's lost someone um, through death, Valerie House provides a lot of support. And if you're thinking about, hey, I want to donate and help out young people who are in grieving, 
check out www.valeriehouse.org. All right, well, we're going to take a small back, and when we come back, we are going to bring on a guest who is Blossom, who's beautiful, and she's going to help you discuss and figure out giving voice to female sexual pain and what we can do about it. All right, be back in a moment. Sex should not be the elephant in the room. The fourth ebook of the Improving Intimacy book series from Bringing Intimacy Back, It's All About Sex, helps you navigate every which way you can tend to your sex life. Pulling out all the stops, dive into the central read about sex toys, silky linens, and date nights. Improving Intimacy, It's All About Sex, is available on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, and Paperback. Search Dr. April Brown on Amazon to view all her books on improving intimacy for yourself, spouse, and more. Welcome back to the Bringing Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Hey, welcome, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. Yes, yes, yes. I really appreciate you being on the show. I'm so um, excited about getting to this topic because there's many people out there with sexual pain or sexual Absolutely. discomfort and they're like, I don't know what to do. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Tracy has been doing this guys almost since she's, uh, I guess, left her mama and papa's house. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually before I left my mama and papa's house. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. She's been doing this for over 30 years and I guess she started off working in oncology. And yes, and then in 2015, she created a sexual health program to help start to talk about this, to bring um, to light. And in 2021, she and her husband created Intimate Pathway Centers for Sexual Health. She's a wonderful person, got so much accolades. So yes, let's just jump into the topic. <laughs> yes. I think it's head first at all times, right? Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> So one of the things that you have in the title of your thing is intimate pathways. And I always use the word intimacy. So start there. What do you define as intimate? What is what is that pathway? What is that organization about? And Dr. April, you're stepping into a pile when you ask me about intimacy. Okay. Intimacy in, in my head, in Tracy head, it's into me see, right? Because right. really at the core of whoever we are, we want to be seen for, for who we are and loved anyway. So I think intimacy into me see is really speaking to um, a mindful and present connection, which I think is missing in our busy world. Um, I think intentional and respectful conversations are not happening like maybe they should. I talk to people who have really hard life conversations via text and email. Ooh. And, you know, that's your first place there. I think it's about, to me, the ultimate of intimacy is being someone's safe harbor in a storm. Mm. Like I can turn to you. I can count on you to have my back no matter what's brewing around me. Um, and I think it's very multidimensional, right? It's not one thing. It's our emotions. It's our physicality. It's the experiences we share together. It's our intellectual properties that we share with each other. It's spiritual. It's financial. And it's sexual. 
So there are so many dimensions that if you're struggling in one area, you have great opportunity to make that up maybe in another area. Absolutely. <laughs> that give and take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so um, on today's show, we're talking about, like you said, it's, it's a lot of different aspects, but then when you add pain. But then you add pain. Yes. And, you know, pain kind of keeps us in our lower, more primal brain. It holds us kind of hostage here where all of our, our good thinking and problem solving and relational connecting is a higher part of our brain. And so pain comes in a lot of ways. And I think we're free to talk about pain in a lot of ways, but I don't think women who are experiencing pain with sex really have found a way to have a voice in our world and have that count um, as a true pain experience and how that might be impacting her desire for sexuality, right? I mean, you think about our protective brain that's always scanning the world for trouble. If I hear the word sex in the last 15 times I've had sex, it's really hurt me. My brain's going to be like, um, you know, sister, what about some Netflix or, you know, go take a nap? What about that instead? Because that's not going to hurt you. Right? right. So I think giving it a voice and, there, you know, when I was just kind of getting preparing for this, I was able just in a blink to come up with 20 reasons why women have pain with sex. Right. From a from a physiological standpoint, and that was literally in less than three minutes, right? That I right. came up with these ideas. Yeah, <clears throat> so I'm curious, what are the things that you came up with? Okay, my list. You ready? Endometriosis. Yes. How many women have endometriosis in our world? So, um, just to back up, the the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists estimate that. 75% of women will have an episode of sexual pain at some point in her life. Wow. Now, 75%. that wow. may be a one-time thing. That right. may be a situational thing. That may be transitional, you know, in the time of her life. But for some women, it, it's an ongoing chronic problem. Mm -hmm. So if 75 of us may have percent of us are going to have that experience. Why aren't we talking about it more? Right, right. And you know, um, you and I both came from the South. And sometimes, um, I don't know, one of the things, I don't know, being a Southerner, is like, you know, if you have pain, you suck it up. Suck it up, uh, sister. Right. Given that that strong without the explanation of what strong means and right. your duty, right? You do your, you do your womanly duties. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when I was thinking about causes, I came up with endometriosis, which starts impacting women as soon as they begin having periods typically. So these girls start having struggles at, you know, nine, 10, 11 years old. Um, Fibroid tumors. How many of us women, as we've gotten older, have developed these <laughs> yes, I've fibroid those tumors, yes, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And so now you've got this mass weighing down your uterus, which is then putting more pressure on your cervix, 
which with a partner penetration, you're banging right against that. So that could be really painful for women. Irritable bowel syndrome, mm. you know? I mean, we can all kind of sit here and think, oh yeah. Um, painful bladder syndrome. Women will have interstitial cystitis, which is like ongoing inflammation in their bladder. Well, you know, sex is gonna bump right against that too. Yes. <clears throat> polycystic ovarian syndrome. Many women have this. Wow. Yes. So they have this very cyclical pain, right? With mm -hmm. sex. Um, contraceptives, hormonal contraceptives. Mm -hmm. Women will have dryness. A lot of women will have changes to desire and vaginal uh, right. lubrication on, on hormonal contraceptives. Oh, the, the IUD is moved and that is caused. Pain. Or the IUD gets moved or it's not in deep enough. Right. Yeah. Right. Or you just have a larger partner and a, you're a shorter vagina. Yes. Um, what about the place in our menstrual cycle? You know, before we have a period, we have high levels of estrogen and we want sex. After our period, when it's done, our estrogen's at its low point. And so some right. women will have dry, painful sex then. Right. Um, perimenop uh, perimenopausal transition. You right. know, that can go on for three to seven years before a woman actually becomes menopausal. But through that whole period of time, she's getting drier and a little more atrophy, right? So what about the postpartum transition? Mm -hmm. Especially if you breastfeed. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I mean, the list the just list keeps going, go girl. You know, and you know what I was thinking? I was like, you know, when I started my period back in, I don't know, I think it was 11 or whatever. Um, I wish there was education about all of this. Yeah, because all you know, I'm told is about a pad, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it comes once and a, and a pill to take for pain. Don't address the pain. Just take a pill, a Thank hot water bottle, know. and drink some tea and lay down. Right, right, right. Um, so, just my last few that I came up just to show you: um, pelvic trauma, chronic constipation because mm. the vagina and the rectum live right against each other. Um, Recurrent infections like sexually transmitted infections, bacterial, PID, vaginismus, which is basically a tightening where nothing can penetrate because the muscles tie down. Right. Um, vulvodynia, there's many vulvar skin conditions like lichen sclerosis and cancer. So breast, GYN, bladder, rectal, and vulvar cancers are all going to have direct impact on that woman's sexual body. So we have many reasons why there are pain. Yes. We and just don't talk about them. Yes. Yeah, so as we talk about all these reasons why, is there hope? Well, there's always hope, sister. <laughs> yes, of We're course. never going to give up our hope. Just Exactly. Excuse me, I have Oklahoma allergies. <laughs> um, so what are our options? What do we do about this? I think the first thing we have to do is just even speak it out loud, right? To mm -hmm. our mate, because I've talked to so many women who have had painful sex maybe for a period of time and they've never really even mentioned it to their partner. They've just kind of sucked it up. 
and they haven't said anything. And we evidence tells us that women will not even speak to their physicians about it, right? Like right. they're waiting for us, for the healthcare folks to bring it up. Yeah. They're hoping right. we're going to bring it up. But of course, that's become a stalemate. Because right. docs have 10 minutes in a room and a sexual health conversation <laughs> is not a 10 minute conversation. Right. And just in relation to speaking to your partner, for all those who are out there listening, of course, if you have questions, make a comment. But if you're just laying there and you're in pain and you're either just laying there or even faking it, which is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think there's a lot of faking it going from, you know, for those women. And, yes. and because, you know, when I ask women why they don't say anything, it's surrounded in shame. Like it's about the, it's, it's about my parts and those right. are taboo and we can't talk about those things. We don't talk about sex. So, you know, I feel like a huge part of what we have the opportunity to do that isn't happening in a lot of world is not only speaking to the person, but helping that conversation happen with the mate. Right, um, right. Because men sometimes take it's like, did I do something wrong? Right, right, right. Well, and they don't, you know, if this is a partner that they love, they right. don't want to cause them pain. Right. Which is why women don't tell their men, right? Because they know the men will feel bad. So it's just a very vicious circle. Um, that people are embarrassed to reach out about because we all think we're the only ones, right? Every one of us, we, us three women in this picture right here, we have issues that we're just sure nobody else has to deal with in this world. Right. Exactly. When, that's probably not true, but you well, know, I have I a bunch of personalities as a gymnast. So I think we all deal with. <laughs> <laughs> now listen here. Okay. I was born on June 21st. Oh, which is the summer solstice. Of Gemini and Cancer. So I got three personalities blooming up in here. <laughs> and most people who know me well will agree to that. So <laughs> not a newsflash. Um, you know, why, why, why do we think this is something I don't understand is why um, something very physical, a very physical reason a very physical disease would cause any, any woman to feel shameful, right? If, if, if I have, um, you know, you think about even just breast cancer and GYN cancer, people don't even want to talk about that, do they? Right? Mm -hmm. Like they have cancer and they, they withhold that information from folks just out of shame for the body part that was impacted. Mm -hmm. So I right. think that's pretty heavy. So what are things we can do about it? Well, you know, we're going to gather a lot of information. If you come to see Tracy or you go to see one of these ladies, we're going to gather a whole bunch of information just about you and your life and your relationship and your beliefs. I mean, it truly just as intimacy is multidimensional. So, of course, is our sexuality. So it's going to be about gathering a lot of information. And I think the starting place for any woman having sexual pain is with a, a GYN. Like we need to have a really good pelvic examination with honest communication of what's happening. Um, so we can make sure there's not something we need to address medically, right? Just because the GYN tells a woman, well, I did your exam and everything looks normal, right? 
I wish they would take that sentence just a little bit further and saying there's nothing physiological that I can identify, mm -hmm. but I believe your pain and let's get you to the next person who mm -hmm. might be able to help you. Right. You know, because I, go yeah, ahead. I was just about to say, I wish they would even ask about pain. Yes. They don't even act. And so yeah. if you don't, if they don't act, oh, we're not saying it. I'm not going to say it because if I'm having pain, sometimes people think if I'm having pain, I must have an, something else wrong with me or an mm -hmm. STD or I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shut up and not say yeah. anything. And it yeah. also takes the crazy enough, it ties into finance sometimes as well, because if you bring up a problem, your free one year exam is no longer free. It's now right. a problem visit and you have to pay a copay. So unfortunately, you know, even to the place piece. of I'm financially strapped, so I'm just going to deal with it. If they see something, then they'll say something. But if I bring it up, it turns my visit into something different. Right. So it goes even deeper than right. really think about well, it. Well, about the last two and a half years of how many people have put off doctor's appointments or lost yes. their health insurance. Right. So they're just not going. I mean, we see this in oncology. We see that there were a lot of missed screening opportunities for people. Right. So that that's a great point. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. um, so the conversation, it goes back to we've got to talk to our mate and then we've got to we've got to feel empowered for ourselves mm -hmm. and find enough value in ourselves to reach out for help. Um you know, I've always said that as a nurse, people will tell a nurse anything, <laughs> anything. Um, and so reach out. If you don't feel like you can talk to your physician when you go in, if you feel more comfortable with the MA or the nurse, start the conversation with them at least so they can share it with the doc and maybe the doc can open that up. Um, other people to reach for are obviously going to be a sexual health professional. So you can go through the ASECT, A-A-S-E-C-T, right? Did I get it all, girls? Yes, 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 you did. <laughs> the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Find a provider that's in your area. I know for me, I am multi-state licensed, so I can actually practice in 34 different states. So you know, check in with people because telehealth has really opened up a lot of avenues yes. mm -hmm. so that if you don't have somebody like I'm in Oklahoma and I'm in my region of Oklahoma, there's one ASEC certified sex therapist and then an, myself as an ASEC certified sex counselor. Wow. Um, so I know in a five state area, I'm the only provider that does anything like what I do. Right. So look around your world and, and find your resources because there are people who want to help you with this. There are people just like the three women on this show who that's their calling. That's their passion is to help people in this very unique way. And if we're going to help one member, we have to help both partners, because what I find and I know you guys do as well. A lot of times both of them have some issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we got to help them. So um, a pelvic floor physical therapist is another yes, great yes. option for pelvic pain. Yes. Um, again, there are physical therapists who have done additional training to specifically train in the muscles or the 
pelvic bowl that holds up our pelvis and all of our organs. And a lot of things can go wrong with that. And we see that with urinary leaking or chronic constipation, painful sex. All of those things are telling us about the health of the pelvic floor. So that's another great option for you to seek assistance through. And we're usually going to talk to you about things beyond the, the emotional piece in your history. We're going to talk about, you know, how's your vaginal hydration? We can talk about how to do vaginal dilation. I mean, I don't know about you girls. I'm going to bring in a little prop. So nobody oh, no, well, yes, yes. Bring it on. So this is Viv. And Viv, she's my I, velvet I vulva. Yes. I love her name. But here's the thing. I bring this out as a teaching tool because so many people, you know, if, when I refer to this, we call this whole thing the vagina, right? right? Exactly. And so just helping people understand what their parts are and how they work. So here's our clitoris and the foreskin, which is basically equivalent to the head of the penis in a man. So mm -hmm. there's your there's your hot pleasure zone for, for most <laughs> folks, right? And then we have a hole where we urinate from. We right. have a hole that's our vagina and we have a hole that's our rectum. And then we have these beautiful labia that kind of protect and house it all. And this is going to be different on every single woman. Every woman will have her own unique flower. Her I own love that bloom. you broke that down because there are tons of women, not just children and kids, but women who don't even know that they urinate from a different place yes. than where they have sex um, yes. from. And I found that astounding. Well, you know, of course, as a nurse, I've been educating people about their bodies through my whole career. Um, and we don't give people good education, information and access to their bodies. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, I'm in Oklahoma, so we have a very conservative Christian um, population here, right? And for some folks in, in my area, um, sex has been labeled in such a way through that socialization that this is naughty and this is dirty and <clears throat> it's taboo and we don't talk about it. We sure don't look at it and we absolutely don't touch, don't it. touch it. Right, <laughs> right. And guess right. what, Tracy? Guess what? God created sex. That's what I tell folks. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, I'm like, so if we can all agree that the Lord designed our bodies and yes. he makes no mistakes. Yes. Then, and he gave us sensation and of pleasure Right. Mm -hmm. And he gave a woman a clitoris, which has no physical purpose <laughs> in our body right. outside of pleasure. Right. Then it seems to me the Lord might have intended the woman to have some sexual pleasure. Wow. Can you and he didn't give her arms. <laughs> and I think about how we define pleasure, because for me, if I... If I'm stressed and I do this kind of like, you know, light touch on my forearm, that's kind of a, a downer, you know, that kind of helps down me out in my anxiety, but that's pleasure. Right. So is that naughty because it's pleasure? Right. Right. I don't see the Lord up there thinking anything about our bodies is naughty <laughs> or shameful. I think he's proud of the whole thing. 
Yes. And so I want to empower women to be proud of the whole thing. <laughs> so I do want to talk about something for women who have deep penetrative pain. So that's like, because <clears throat> I always want to know, is your pain at the time of penetration? Is it with ongoing thrusting or is it up higher with deeper thrusting? And it can be all three, right? right? right. But if a woman like with endometriosis, polycystic ovarian, cervical cancer, some of those, some of those kind of issues, there's this coolest thing. It's called the O-nut. This is four of them stacked together. And they're just these little silicone rubbery rings that can all interchange to each other. And how they work is that they go to the base of your partner's erect penis, if you're with a male partner, mm -hmm. and it creates a little bumper. So it, it limits nice. how deep that penetration can be in her body. And this was developed by a couple dealing with endometriosis. Right. So right. I tell women it's called O-NUT, O-H-N-U-T. And it's a great little bumper system. You start with two and you can add as many as you need. But that's a great help for women with deep penetrating pain. I talked and to women. And you get that? You can get you that, can get that online at the O-NUT store. <laughs> <laughs> And it's helped so many women, right? Like yes, this yes. one couple's dealing with, with this issue in their marriage and they leaned into it together. Right. And they gave each other permission for curiosity to seek some solutions, right? Like they leaned into it. And, you know, she went to the doc and didn't feel like she was getting those answers. So that husband and wife came up with something to help them. So That's that awesome. to me, I love the fact that they're leaning into that as a couple, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think what we see in traditional medicine, woman goes in, has a problem, and we'll if we address it, we address it with her. Right. But if she's been having sexual pain, it's impacted her sexual relationship. And now That's we exactly. also need to extend that care into that relationship to help them find their way back into a shared intimacy again that's pleasurable for both people um, and I think that's where we kind of miss out same like when we give our men Viagra or whatever we give right. them I tell the urologist I'm like listen <clears throat> most of those men you're given erectile medications to are married to a postmenopausal woman <laughs> and if her area hasn't been visited in a while <laughs> yeah. then we need to do some work for, in her body as well for that to right. be pleasant, but we don't think about that. Right? right. Right. So, you know, again, when we're giving men erectile medications, great opportunity to say, Hey, you know, this can really impact the whole experience because they're anxious. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they get an erection and they're ready to go, but their wife's body may take a lot more time to prepare sexually. And that's probably another big reason. The, 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 the roundabout reason of pain is we're not slowing down Mm. engaging all the erogenous zones, incorporating all the senses and spending some time on preparing that body. Right. And I would definitely body. agree with you, Tracy, because sometimes what happens is we get so busy or distracted, we leave our body. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Our body's there with the partner, but we have left. But we're spectatoring the whole event. (laughs) Yes. You know, and I tell women, I'm like, if you're standing above going, is he liking this? Does this feel good? Oh, that's hurting me. How, How does my fat look in this? Does my butt look big in this position? You know, yes. we're not there. Right. We're not. We're not there. <laughs> we're up here being the like the the like announcer for the whole event. And yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So Tracy, do you have any other props? I'm just curious. Girl, I have so many props. Okay. <laughs> so here's one of my favorite props. The clitoris. The golden yes. one, yes. Right, because we see this much of it, and we think that's the whole party. Right. But the biggest part of the party lies behind, right? So, yes. and this is a really fun prop because when I hold it in my hand, you can see how that tip started turning pink. It turns bright pink when it's warmed up. Oh, I'm nice! It. <laughs> um, I talk about pelvic wands. How we can use pelvic wands if we have tightness or stenosis or tight muscles in our pelvic, how we can help to loosen those up. I think everybody needs lube. Lube is good for all bodies. Mm -hmm. I'm a hybrid lover. Have you guys, are you into the hybrids at all with lubes? No, tell me about the hybrid. Silicone water-based. Yeah, it's a combo silicone and water and you can use it with your... And the CBD. (laughs) Yes, yes. Awesome. Right? Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, our world is getting more and more like, even though we're still not real open publicly in my area, there's so much information truly available. And there are so many tools to help us meet our mission that there's yes. no reason that we wouldn't reach out. And let's don't forget, let's do make sure we close out with some outer course, right? Yes, of course. Because we're not bound to penis and vagina especially if the vagina is having pain. So there's a whole lot of pleasure that we can experience and share and have very lively sexual lives that don't require a hard penis or vaginal penetration. And if you need help with that, I know a girl you can call. (laughs) I know three girls you can call. So, Tracy, this has been amazing. Yes. So if people are out there listening and they're like, oh, I want to get some more information. I want to get to know what else you provide. Tell us how we can find you and all that. You can find me, of course, on the Internet. I'm at IntimatePathways, plural, IntimatePathways.org. Um, and you can go to that website. You can read more about me. You can uh, schedule, if you want to schedule a 15-minute consultation um, just for us to connect and have a conversation and see if we're the right people to help each other, then that's the perfect thing to do. Because even if I'm not the perfect person, I will, I always try to help you find that person who would be the perfect person for you. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much for being in the show. I mean, you just dropped fine. Yes, so much it's knowledge. So fun. <laughs> yes. We have yes. so many more things to talk about. Let's do it again. Yes, of course. Yes. Let's do it again. Yes, definitely. Yes. And I love also how you educated our audience, which is, yeah. Thank you so much for doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. My you. pleasure. Yes. Thank okay. you. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. Thanks. 
Rekindle, restore, and renew your love in paradise. Join Vacation Counseling in Costa Rica on August 14th through the 18th. Vacation Counseling has a 98% effectiveness in keeping relationships together. Experience Costa Rica Peace Retreat and take advantage of all it has to offer. One-on-one counseling, yoga, and nature outings to help you and your partner rekindle the passion. Vacation Counseling includes intimacy workshops, sessions, working closely with counselors, yoga, and zip lining. Enroll today at vacationcounseling.com. Welcome back to the Bring Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Wow. That was so awesome. educational. Yes. Powerful, inspiring. Yes. I love the visuals because um, a lot of people, they do better when they're, they have the visuals. It opens up the mind to the conversation even more. Right. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And I also just think um, all the resources she gave, you know? Yes. yes. I'm, I broke down the old nut. I definitely will be looking at that for uh, for our clients because that's, that's, it makes so much sense. You just, oh, nut. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Me too. Yeah. So what's coming up on, the, on our upcoming shows? Well, we um going to keep the good, good conversations rolling um, with the upcoming shows on June the 30th, we have a guest speaker, Coach Lee Hopkins. We'll be discussing developing intimacy with yourself and others. On July the 7th, we have Andre Paradis with What is the Number One Reason Men and Women Fail in Love? And then on July 14th, we have Mel O with Sexy Money. Y'all want to tap into that one. And then on July the 21st, we have Dr. Barbara and Dr. Michael Grossman. With our brain on the dr- the drug, love. People don't even think about that. It's the best drug <laughs> in the world. Um, and just for everyone, if you're listening, you know, definitely want to make sure that you leave us a comment, rate us, let us know how we're doing. Just know that we are live on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Clubhouse under bringing intimacy back. So don't forget, let us know how we're doing. Rate us. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yes. And if you're out there listening and um, you just tune in or whatever, and if you're having female sexual pain or even you're talking with your girlfriends and you're like, wow, you know, I heard this great podcast. Yeah. Definitely check out Tracy Owen and seeing what she's doing. Yes. All right, then. We will see you guys next week. This has been the Bringing Intimacy Back show, where intimacy is real. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Bringing Intimacy Back. We hope you enjoyed it. You can also find us at bringingintimacyback.com and Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter. Dr. April Brown's five-book series, Improving Intimacy, is now on Amazon, available in Kindle, Audible, or paperback. We'll see you next Thursday live at 3.30 p.m.